This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's time! It sure is that time, and what a time it is to be alive on the Halftime Show on Pulse 95 in the heart of Sharjah. Uh, my guest on the show today is Mohamed Akkawi, a sports expert, and we're talking about the NBA playoffs. Uh, Mohamed, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you, Omar? I'm very good. Listen, I know you're used to interviewing the biggest stars, but we thought it was my turn right now <laughs> to get you on the show. Uh, Mohamed, I wanted to kind of ask you, um, for the NBA right now and the time that we're facing with social media and with everything that's going on right now I think the question on everyone's mind is who's going to win the West and East games basically Omar coming into the season we all thought that the East is locked to uh, the Brooklyn Nets and the West is locked to the Lakers well it didn't happen the the Lakers are out it was a shocker and uh, the uh, Nets are playing in the uh, play-in games as as it stands, because they are in the seventh seed and uh, they need to uh, win a game or two to get themselves into the playoffs. So everything we expected was wrong. This is due to a lot of factors. Injuries, of course, played a factor. Kyrie Irving not playing with the uh, Nets in home games due to the vaccination saga was a big factor. Uh, Le- uh, LeBron James uh, deciding to go with Russell Westbrook as the point guard and playing with him was a loss to Los Angeles and it wasn't a perfect match so everything factored in mm-hmm. uh, the Lakers are out so the West is uh, pretty uh, I would go it's going to be Golden State Warriors just because Clay Thompson is back mm-hmm. and they have the best shooter of all time in Steph Curry. Yeah. Raymond Green is playing marvelous defense. Yeah. Although they're not the number one seed in the West, but I'll get I'll take them over Phoenix Suns. They seem As like they, the have East, a, they seem like they have a better camaraderie. They have a better team spirit. Why is that? Basically Golden State you mean? Yeah. They have a better yeah. Basically the organization as a whole they played uh, they they are or they were together since years now. We've mm-hmm. seen uh, Clay and uh, Steph and Raymond playing together from 2013, 2014. Yeah. So the chemistry uh, has been built up in, in years now. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. different when it comes to the Lakers. They just assembled a dream team and they expected to win uh, directly. It wasn't the case. Uh, chemistry needs time. Chemistry yeah. needs. Uh, time not only practice but on the court mm-hmm. so we've seen uh, failures when it comes to assembling the dream team and uh, expecting them to win from the get-go uh, Miami Heat was a big uh, example when LeBron James joined the big three yeah. the first year they lost the second year they won back to back so chemistry needs time that's the thing Absolutely. And not only does it need time, but I also think the expectation levels and, and the pressure of assembling a dream team for the Lakers may be just caught up with them, especially when, according to what we hear, and I think you know better than I do in this, 
behind the scenes is controlled by their GM, is controlled by their main man. How how much pressure is that on the Lakers? And how much pressure is that on LeBron? Lakers is a different organization. When you put on the purple and gold, you mm. expect to win. The fans expect you to win the championship. Anything less than that is a loss. Mm-hmm. It's different than any other team. Just because they're the number one team in winning championships uh, throughout their careers and they have great legends throughout the years, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, yeah. uh, Will Chamberlain, Jerry West, and the list goes on. Mm-hmm. So they don't expect the Lakers just to go to the second round of the playoffs and that's a good uh, that's a success no they want a chip mm-hmm. uh so that's a big factor also when you have a player in lebron james uh which is considered to be one of the best of all time yeah you are considered to deliver the championship and a lot of money is being spent to surround lebron james with the perfect match to win the title obviously this year wasn't the best choices in terms of Russell Westbrook. The guy couldn't shoot. Yeah. And especially from the three, LeBron's success recipe is to surround him with shooters. Mm-hmm. This wasn't the case. And you have Anthony Davis. He's an injury-prone player. Yeah. He's, he's an all-time great power forward, but he's always injured. So he only played 40 games this season. Didn't do good enough for them. Yeah. And, and, and something else that I've noticed about the NBA, especially how much it's expanding more than ever the different cultures the different candidates what stage now is it where we we're looking outside of america for talent uh well i would go it's global uh the nba started uh, eclipsing uh, from magic and bird then michael took over and mm-hmm. he made it uh, global sport and it continued from kobe Shaq, and then lebron took over so it's a global and stuff is now uh, in the mix in terms of expanding the game yeah the it's a, it's a global sports for sure mm-hmm. uh, and having global athletes playing uh from europe uh, from africa from asia and the nba also gives gives the sports a push mm-hmm. we've seen numerous uh we've seen uh, for the past uh, two years or three years actually the mvps were from europe Giannis mm-hmm. is yeah. from uh, greece and you have uh, the Joker, yeah. it's Serbian. Yeah. He won the MVP yesterday, uh, no, sorry, not yesterday, last year, mm-hmm. and he's expected to win it this year. So uh, we are not only finding MVP candidates from uh, America, mm-hmm. but we have them coming from Europe. Also, I forgot Luca, uh, he's, uh, he played for, uh, with the Dallas. Yeah. He's uh, in the mix in terms of the MVP candidate this year. So it's expanding not only fan base but also player, player wise. Fantastic. We'll take a quick break, Mohammed, and we'll be right back after this. Let's enjoy the music, and we'll be right back with some more NBA action on the only place to be at three: the halftime show on Pulse ninety five. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's 
sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. I am your host, cover everything sport, international and local. Lovely to see your faces on the Instagram live and hope you're enjoying the show on 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com and Charger Broadcasting Authority app. We have a sports expert today, Mohamed Akkar is on the show. Mohamed, we were talking um, before the show about who's going to win the East, who's going to win the West. But what I want to ask you now, and a lot of people spend a lot of time focusing on the Lakers. The Lakers missing the playoffs this year was a huge deal because they were expected to win the trophy. What was the main reason behind it? Hey, Omar. Uh, basically, the main uh, reason was Russell, Russell Westbrook. Acquiring Russell Westbrook was a big mistake from the Lakers, actually from LeBron James, because he's the GM behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron's success, as mentioned, is uh, surrounding uh, himself by shooters. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook couldn't shoot, cannot shoot, and will not be able to shoot from the three. He's a bad sh- uh, three-point shooter. Also, uh, there's only one ball on the court. Russell Westbrook need the ball to create a shot. Mm-hmm. LeBron James uh, was unable to do so because Russell was taking uh, uh, taking the point guard position. Mm-hmm. So we saw uh, LeBron's uh, numbers were up in terms of uh, points, scoring points. He's having 30 points per game, but his assets are down. So that's not how you win championships, especially when you're LeBron's, uh, when you have LeBron James on that team. You need him to, to go and facilitate uh, the offense in terms of finding the right man and giving him the ball. Mm-hmm. Also, injury played a big role. Anthony Davis only played 40 games this season. He's an injury-prone yeah. player. He needs to find himself a good uh, trainer to help him uh, overcome the injuries. Yes. Uh, but uh, uh, as overall, it's a bad mix. I yeah. mean, we see dream teams uh, acquired or assembled and we think they're they're gonna win it all yeah it doesn't happen Uh, it doesn't happen every time and uh, that's what we saw in the lakers yeah Uh, i mean uh i compared to uh, football that psg we all thought that they're gonna be reaching the champions league final yeah they they lost against uh, madrid it's all about finding the chemistry the right fit of the players Mm -hmm. on paper they seem legit but come uh come play time there's something wrong and uh and chemistry is obviously a big part of it. it. It is. And you know, it's funny you mentioned PSG because actually when you were talking about LeBron James and the power he has behind the scenes, it reminded me of Lionel Messi when he was at Barcelona in terms of who yeah. he recruits, who he suggests to the president or the chairman or the owner of the club to sign on but also how much it tarnishes their legacy. These icons that we see on TV that are larger than life, literally. I mean, from Space Jam to you name it. Now, with LeBron, LeBron actually bringing on, you know, and having such a powerful say, how much of this is affecting his legacy as one of the best out there? Because I know on the next segment, we're going to be talking about who is the best. But right now, how much is it affecting his legacy? Well, uh, he is, uh, his legacy is being impacted mostly uh, in terms of championships, 100%. Uh, if he wants to uh, chase the ghost in Chicago yeah. or MJ, uh, he needs to get himself more rings. But in terms of him assembling the team, yes, because LeBron is known for picking his uh, teammates and he's actually GM behind the, the scenes. So he is orchestrating not only the uh, uh, play, but also mm-hmm. the team. Uh, the team. 
So when we need to uh, pinpoint and uh, point fingers on mm-hmm. why there was a failure in uh, the Lakers mm-hmm. uh, this season, LeBron James got to have the biggest uh, fault. Uh, of course, the coach in uh, uh, Vogel, uh, Lakers head coach. Yeah. I mean, he's not only there to say yes to LeBron. Absolutely, he should have. Uh, he should have uh, said no to Russell Westbrook uh, acquisition. Correct. But it didn't happen. So uh, the yes man also uh, were at fault. Uh, the GM Rob Pelinka. Yeah. Uh, but LeBron James is the person to uh, because he's a superstar, right? Mm-hmm. He gets the glory when the Lakers uh, got the uh, win the championship. Yeah. And he gets the fault when they don't. So that's the nature of the game. Yeah. Well, one last question before we take a break. Now there's all, there's been all this talk about. Um, about Donnie and about uh, you know LeBron wanting to play with his son and his son being eligible for 2024 how much of that can we read into and will we actually see the father-son in the NBA well yes LeBron James talked about it several times he wanted to, sp- uh, to play with his son yeah uh, it will impact obviously if uh, his son went to another team so yeah. that team for example uh, would uh, have a leverage to acquire also LeBron James it's going to be a package yeah so that's uh, something a lot of teams would uh, be considering mm-hmm. if they cannot get LeBron directly they can get his son and then they can get the ball as a package. Yeah, so that's something we need to look uh, into. It. Uh-huh. Uh, we haven't seen it in in, in NBA history yes. about something and an NBA team together or game. Yeah. So if anybody can do it, it's King James. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll take a quick break. We'll play some Pana for you, and we'll be right back after this, folks. Don't go anywhere. The, the, the chat is just getting hot. Let's do this. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. I am your host, covering everything sport, international and local. A little bit of an NBA special, seeing that the playoffs are starting next weekend. We thought we'd get a, a, a sports expert on the show, Mohamed Akari, to speak about the NBA. And uh, we got into some good conversation also during the break with Mohamed regarding who is the GOAT once and for all. Mohammed shed light on us here, man. You know, everyone has their own favorites. Obviously, we saw the last dance with MJ. We saw how, the impact that Kobe had, rest his soul. And we see the impact that LeBron continues to have, whether it is success or getting his message out there. So tell us, who is the GOAT? Well, there's no right answer. It's uh, basically according to everybody's uh, matrix. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I would go MJ just because he is uh, 6-0 and in the finals and uh, he made the game look so easy. There was no much of a competition when it comes to the 90s. It's, it's the Chicago Bulls. He had to retire for two years in between uh, the two three-peats. Uh, but in terms of longevity, I would go, of course, Mr. LeBron James, King James. He's been doing it for 19 years and counting at a very high level. So it depends how do you uh, uh, like study or uh, study yeah, the gold conversation. Yeah. I would go the prime years, five to six prime years, I w- I- and I would uh, 
compare each player accordingly. Mm-hmm. MJ in five to six prime years, nobody can touch the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was uh, MJ dominating the 90s uh, from A to Z. Yeah. Uh, LeBron, no, we saw a lot of players and teams winning in his era. We saw Steph Curry getting a chip. We saw Kevin Durant. We saw the uh, Raptors. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have happened if MJ was playing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Kobe is in, is in the mix. I mean, Kobe, uh, I would say he is the closest thing that we saw for Michael Jordan or to Michael Jordan mm-hmm. in terms of that Mamba mentality. He, uh, he had Shaq with him in the first uh, three beats. Uh, that gave him that extra edge that he needed to win championship. But also, he had the most dominant center of all time to play with him. So that uh, impacted his code argument a bit. Yeah. But he, he won two chips afterwards with uh, Paul Gasol. But in terms of being having that cold blood, cold blood assassin um, mentality, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan obviously has it. Uh, Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Mohammed. Could Michael Jordan be be as relevant in the modern era with the expectation, with social media, with the youth being a role model? Could he be uh, what LeBron is? Could he do what LeBron is doing right now? No, no. LeBron is king things uh, not only on the court also on social media he knows mm-hmm. how to control the narrative mm-hmm. he's really good in giving these crypto messages on twitter mm-hmm. uh, basically he is an expert on social media and he's even though he, if he's not playing or he's been, his team is being eliminated he always finds a way to make himself make himself getting involved mm-hmm. and being the center of attention let me LeBron's ask you this uh, Mohammed. could would lebron be a better player in mj's era if there was no social media well it's not, it's not about the social media in mj's era it was more physical lebron yeah. obviously is a beast but yeah. uh, it would be more physical to him it would be much harder for him to go inside the basket yeah. uh, and drive into the basket and scoring he would get uh, hurt <laughs> every yeah. time he would have done it this time in this era uh, i mean it's very it's a soft era i would call it mm-hmm. uh if uh, if someone is is being pushed on the ground he would get a technical foul mm-hmm. that wouldn't have happened back in the days uh you had the mix you had, you had the bad boys, bad boys distance you mm-hmm. have a lot of uh, dominant and physical teams yeah so the only thing i would go with with the lebron is physicality obviously he would be good in any era great yeah. actually in any era but he would be a lesser version of himself come the 90s. Mm-hmm. And last question for you, uh, before we take a break. Where does Kobe stand in this argument? I'm sure there's some room for Kobe in there. I mean, Kobe, uh, in terms of skills, he doesn't have that uh, big hands like MJ. He, uh, he, he doesn't uh, jump as, as, as high as MJ. He doesn't mm-hmm. have the body of LeBron, but he has that Mamba mentality, yes. that clutch gene, that killer assassin mentality. Like give me the ball and get away from me. I'm gonna take over the game. That is Kobe being Bryant, and uh, that's what makes him one of the greats. Uh, he had five championships uh, during his amazing career. Yeah. But again, him playing with Shaquille O'Neal and getting three chips with Shaquille O'Neal, while Shaquille was the dominant player in the Lakers, yeah, wasn't didn't give him that extra push. But Kobe didn't play with great teammates. Uh, mm-hmm. 
especially during his prime, mm-hmm. uh, once the call, once Shaq left to uh, Miami. Yeah. So that impacted him. But in terms of that killer assassin, of course, Kobe's up there with Michael. Mm. And I know our, our very own Big Hass would love that you mentioned Shaq. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll be talking about the NBA coming to the UAE on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Paduri on Pulse 95. Oh, he lifts the fire, then what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful. It's time. It sure is that time, and it's almost full time. You know what? I always come to this part of the show where I'm kind of sad, man. <laughs> I'm kind of sad that I'm not being able to spend more time with you guys. But hey, it's a blessing to be here, and it's a blessing to be on the radio with you guys on Pulse 95 Radio in the Heart of Sharjah. Uh, Dino had some very, very good comments actually during the break. Uh, which I wanted to share with you guys uh, on the Instagram live. He was saying, I was watching the last dance the other day and not enough was said about Pippin and Rodman and how they helped Michael Jordan about his greatness. These are all team games and goats are just commercial. I love it, Dino. Very, very good. Uh, Muhammad Akawi, thank you very much for being on the show today, man. You've been an absolute pleasure to interview and it's nice to have you on the other side rather than you interviewing some of the, the best athletes in the world. Um, before we let you go, I wanted to ask you now the NBA uh, is obviously coming to the UAE in October and you know there's a, there's a big wave coming this way there's a lot of interest can you tell us more about that uh, first of all thank you for having me on the show again uh, yes the NBA is coming in October uh, to the UAE and to Abu Dhabi in particular mm-hmm. uh, that's great to have another major sports coming to the UAE it's coming as uh, two exhibition games mm-hmm. as a preseason. The NBA usually uh, do a preseason game just to expand the game to other territories. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen them uh, doing it in China uh, and now uh, and in many other countries. And now they're coming to the Middle East and mm-hmm. in particular to the UAE. Mm-hmm. That shows how the UAE is uh, attracting not only uh, the usual sports, the football, the UFC, but now they have expanded to uh, the basketball and the pinnacle, the right. NBA. And uh, I hope to see uh, uh, LeBron James in uh, the UFC <laughs> or Steph Curry. Yeah. Where the teams haven't been decided. Yeah. But obviously, um, I'm pretty sure that, you, that the UFC will bring the best of the best uh, to Abu Dhabi and. Uh, the fans will have a, a treat. Yeah. You know, there was something the other day I saw. I think, if, I'm not sure if this was mentioned on his show, The Shop, but um, LeBron was asked about who he'd love to play with and he said Steph Curry. Now, Steph Curry's reaction was, let's say, a little bit, um, you know, uh, very, very at, at pace, at distance. He said, uh, you know, fantasies do happen, but um, I'm okay where I am right now. What, what was your take on that? Uh, it's another thing where some people see it as a hit to LeBron, like MJ would never ask to uh, team up with uh, another superstar. Mm. Uh, but LeBron is a different character. He likes to have fun during the game. Yeah. And he played with uh, Steph Curry in the uh, the last uh, two All-Star games. Yeah. Uh, LeBron obviously was the captain and uh, the first person, the uh, second or the first pick uh, for him was Steph Curry or Chef Curry. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's the best player. 
best match to LeBron because as uh, as I mentioned, LeBron needs shooters around him. Yeah. And who better to have than the greatest shooter of all time, mm. Steph Curry? Absolutely. We have reached full time on the halftime show. Uh, Mohammed Akawi, thank you very much for coming on the show, man. It was lovely interviewing you. Uh, obviously, I've known you for a while and your expertise was definitely added value to the halftime show. Uh, anything coming up for you soon or anything we should be looking out for? Uh, to be honest, I'm uh, I'm checking the, uh, the NBA coming in October mm. and uh, Obviously, I'll, uh, I'll be covering uh, the World Cup mm-hmm. when it comes uh, as soon as it happens in December. But yeah. uh, in between, all of sporting events happening in the region, especially in the UAE. Fantastic. Then there you have it, folks. Remember, you can catch every Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 3 to 4 UAE time. This is Omar Duri on the Halftime Show on Pulse95 Radio. Have a fantastic weekend, and I will see you same time, same place, on the only place to be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.